Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show. All right, kids, it's Friday night, the law of one. Okay, last week we finished off at uh, um, session 66, and I think we're on question 28 or 29, and we decided to stop because prior to that they were talking about healing, they were talking about using the energy of uh, the shape of the pyramid uh, for healing, and then they segued into uh, the harvest. So we stopped there so we could pick up where we segued into the harvest. So welcome once again to Friday night, the law of one. Well, like I said, we're on session 66 of 106 coming up on our two year anniversary and about, uh, I guess six months or so of doing this show exclusively on Friday night. Well, I can't say exclusively, well, exclusively on Friday night. Originally it was exclusively. And then a bunch of other people started doing the law of one. Um, I don't know that everybody continued. Some people did an episode or two and stopped. Um, Other people continued doing it. Uh, So far as I know, uh, I have uh, the longest-running episode sessions. There could be somebody out there that's doing it more than once a week, so if so, they caught me and passed me. But if they're not, they're only doing it once a week. I started, like I said, almost two years ago doing this. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and and, uh, just get right over here. Like I said, I always say it's in the description of what, what we're doing, what Law of One is about. The um, information that I use, you're going to hear a computer-generated voice uh, speaking the words from the books, and that's from Muffy Moose uh, on YouTube. It's their YouTube channel. They're using official um, uh, LL Research Research Group approved uh, uh, information to to do their show. You can also follow along. uh, You can see the visuals there and follow along if you go into full screen. If that doesn't work for you. You can go to lawofone.info, L-A-W-O-F-O-N-E dot I-N-F as in Frank, O, and that is the LL Research's um, page they put up that has the actual uh, audio transcripts put to print from the original sessions as they were done. And you can also press play on the little arrow there, this little blue arrow there. You press play, you can actually hear the actual audio recordings done uh, of Carla and uh, Don. Uh, asking the questions and Carla answering the questions, the original tapes that they used that they put to transcript and eventually to books. Or you could buy the books yourself from uh, online from LL Research Group, and you could follow along that way if you if you like. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to go full screen over here, and uh, we're going to uh, continue on here, and I believe we're going to do question uh, 29. So this is going to be uh, session 66, question 29, the law of one. Question 66.29. Questioner, in the transition from third to fourth density we have two other possibilities other than the type that we are experiencing now. We have the possibility of a totally positively polarized harvest and the possibility of a totally negatively polarized harvest that I understand have occurred elsewhere in the universe many times. 
when there is a totally negatively polarized harvest, the whole planet that is negatively polarized makes the transition from third to fourth density. Does the planet have the experience of the distortion of disease that this planet now experiences prior to the transition? Answer, I am Ra. You are perceptive. The negative harvest is one of intense disharmony and the planet will express this. Question 66.30 Questioner, the planet has a certain set of conditions in late third density, and then the conditions are different in early fourth density. Could you give me an example of a negatively polarized planet and the conditions in late third density and early fourth density so that I can see how they change? Answer, I am Ra. The vibrations from third to fourth density change on a negatively oriented planet precisely as they do upon a positively oriented planet. With fourth density negative comes many abilities and possibilities of which you are familiar. The fourth density is more dense and it is far more difficult to hide the true vibrations of the mind, body, spirit complex. This enables fourth density negatives, as well as positives, the chance to form social memory complexes. Now, I dig that, right? You said there it's a lot harder to lie. Oh, well, among other things. But it's a lot harder to lie. So you can't hide as much from people as you can here. So it's easier to spot serial killers and that kind of stuff, right? It's also easier. You can't. You just can't lie as often. You can't tell those little white lies that we all like to tell while we're here, right? <clears throat> well, I don't want to hurt their feelings, though, therefore. Or you have those thoughts about people where you're judging them. That comes through, okay? So humility and honesty are a lot more indicative to the fourth. But then again, since the fourth is about love, if you're on the positive side, by the way, uh, then you would want to be forthright anyway, right? And honest. So you might as well start practicing now if you want to get there. It enables negatively oriented entities the opportunity for a different set of parameters with which to show their power over others and to be of service to the self. The conditions are the same as far as the vibrations are concerned. Question 66.31 Questioner, I was concerned about the amount of physical distortions, disease, and that sort of thing in third density negative just before harvesting and in fourth density negative just after harvesting or in transition. What are the conditions of the physical problems, disease, etc. in late third density negative? Answer, I am Ra. Each planetary experience is unique. The problems, shall we say, of bellicose actions are more likely to be of pressing concern to late third density negative entities than the Earth's reactions to negativity of the planetary mind, for it is often by such warlike attitudes on a global scale that the necessary negative polarization is achieved. As fourth density occurs there is a new planet and new physical vehicle system gradually expressing itself and the parameters of bellicose actions become those of thought rather than manifested weapons. Question 66.32. Questioner, well then is physic... See, now that's interesting, right? So that's interesting that, that the, the, you know, bellicose uh, uh, attitudes or, or you know, aggression uh, becomes more uh, mental than physical in the next dimension. So we have less conventional warfare, more psychological warfare going on there. Hmm, interesting, right? Physical disease and illness as we know it on this planet rather widespread on a third density negative planet before harvest into fourth density negative. Answer, I am Ra. Physical complex distortions of which you speak are likely to be less found as fourth density negative begins to be a probable choice of harvest due to the extreme interest in the self which characterizes the harvestable third density negative entity. Much more care is taken of the physical body as well as much more discipline being offered to the self mentally. This is an orientation of great self-interest and self-discipline. There are still instances of the types of disease which are associated with the mind complex distortions of negative emotions such as anger. However, in an harvestable entity these emotional distortions are much more likely to be used as catalyst in an expressive and destructive sense as regards the object of anger. Question 66.33. Questioner, I am trying to understand the way that disease and bodily distortions are generated with respect to polarities, both positive and negative. 
It seems that they are generated in some way to create the split of polarization, that they have a function in creating the original polarization that occurs in third density. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is not precisely correct. Distortions of the bodily or mental complex are those distortions found in beings which have need of experiences which aid in polarization. These polarizations may be those of entities which have already chosen the path or polarization to be followed. It is more likely for positively oriented individuals to be experiencing distortions within the physical complex due to the lack of consuming interest in the self and the emphasis on service to others. Moreover, in an unpolarized entity catalyst of the physical distortion nature will be generated at random. The hopeful result is, as you say, the original choice of polarity. Often teams this choice is not made but the catalyst continues to be generated. In the negatively oriented individual the physical body is likely to be the more carefully tended and the mind disciplined against physical distortion. Question 66.34 Questioner, this planet, to me, seems to be what I would call a cesspool of distortions. This includes all diseases and malfunctions of the physical body in general. It would seem to me that, on the average, this planet would be very, very high on the list if we just took the overall amount of these problems. Am I correct in this assumption? Answer, I am Ra. We will review previous material. Catalyst is offered to the entity. If it is not used by the mind complex it will then filter through to the body complex and manifest as some form of physical distortion. The more efficient the use of catalyst, the less physical distortion to be found. There are, in the case of those you call wanderers, not only a congenital difficulty in dealing with the third density vibratory patterns but also a recollection, however dim, that these distortions are not necessary or usual in the home vibration. We overgeneralize as always, for there are many cases of pre-incarnative decisions which result in physical or mental limitations and distortions, but we feel that you are addressing the question of widespread distortions towards misery of one form or another. Indeed, on some third density planetary spheres catalyst has been used more efficiently. In the case of your planetary sphere there is much inefficient use of catalyst and, therefore, much physical distortion. We have enough energy available for one query at this time. Question 66.35 So I wanted to point out there, <coughs> pardon me, I have phlegm. I wanted to point out right there that he said, okay, that in, in, in some third density uh, planetary spheres, catalyst has been used more efficiently. In the case of your planetary sphere, there is much in inefficient use of catalyst and therefore much physical distortion we have enough energy we have enough energy available for one more query at this time okay so do you see this gets back to the things that I have said uh, you know if you look at the way now that I'm doing little blurbs there with the way uh, and even on the show before that uh, that the churches you know the big, the best trick the devil ever pulled was the fracturing into 10,000 religions the one way that things should be okay so because of that we're not using the catalyst we're not using the energy of life that feeds the logos that creates we're not using that efficiently because we're only focusing in one area very rare is it that people focus in more than just one area what do you mean by that? Well, what I mean by that is if you're going to church and you say you're a Christian, you're just going to church and listening to what your pastor is telling you, and you're doing the praying that they tell you to pray at that day, and that's it. Okay, most people don't do anything outside of church after that. They go do their tithing one day a week or whatever it is that's required by the, by the church that you go to. And that's about it. That's about all they do. After that, they're not seeking anything else. You're not seeking anything else. You're not practicing in any other way. So you're only going to worship. That's it. So you're going and you're praying and you're sitting there and you're doing whatever. And if you're a Catholic, you're standing up and kneeling down and sitting and standing up and kneeling down and sitting and ringing a bell and standing up and sitting down and, and singing. 
uh, and praying and kneeling and praying, okay, you do all those things, you get a little bit more steps in than most Christian churches. However, it's still the same thing. You're listening to someone who's telling you the same thing at the same time of year that they do every year. They have a curriculum. January has a set group of things you talk about. February, March, every month, every week, every sermon is already planned out for them by the Catholic Church who wrote the Bible, which is the one that most churches, most Christian churches use. My brother said, that's folly, Leo. He says, that's folly. And I said, you go and get your Bible. I said, you're, you're not a Catholic, so you're not going to have a Catholic Bible, right? And he said, right. I said, go get your Bible and find out who made it. Now look up that company and see who that company is. And he did, and he looked up the company, and I said, and, and see who, who owns that company, the Catholic Church. That Bible is written by the Catholic Church. I didn't believe it either. A nun said that to me back in 2003 or 2004. And I said, that's folly, just like my brother did uh, less than a, uh, two months ago, a month ago. That's folly. No, that can't be true. And she says, okay, look up any Bible. Find it here. Here's the, here's the Bible that we use here in the Catholic Church. What's the name of the company that, made, that printed that Bible? And I told her, and she said, look that up on your smartphone. And I did, and she said, okay, that company is, is a Catholic company. They print that Bible. And I said, okay. And she says, go to the... To the Christian bookstore and pick up any Bible in there and see who made it. Go to any Christian church, pick up their Bible and see who made it. Okay, so people down the Catholic Church, yet all of the Christian churches, except for the Mormon Church, because they in fact have a different Bible that they wrote. Okay, that that John Smith wrote. So that it's a you know that he he deciphered. I'm not going to say he wrote it because there's no proof of that. Just like there's no proof that. The Bible that we have was written by just some guys on, uh, out in the desert. I mean, uh, although the Catholic Bible is a little more, a bit more clear, that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were written by some guys that were out in the middle of the desert because they weren't the real Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John that were around when Jesus was there, although it's told from their perspective. Okay, so there's question there, right? So, however, all of the Bibles that they read that are the New American uh, translated, which bothers me because... They've translated it now uh, about six or seven different languages, and then they update it to the new times of the way we speak, which changes things because they don't change the words that we use today, even though they meant something different in the past, and that causes problems, okay? Like, for instance, the word companion, I say this a lot, but just that one word changes a complete narrative in the Bible in a huge way, okay? And we leave that in. Jesus and Mary was his companion. Okay, They didn't change that word because we still use that word today and it fits their purpose for what that word means. It means his buddy, person who traveled with him. That's not what that word meant when the Bible was written. It meant spouse. But they don't tell you that. They just leave that word in. So they've changed the narrative of the Bible and didn't change the words. So they think technically they're getting away with it because in the Bible it says that if any words in this Bible are changed, then you can get in trouble with God. Well, technically, God, we didn't change the word. We just allowed the meaning to change throughout time and kept the same word in. So instead of translating that word into modern English, which means spouse, they said, well, that word exists now and means friend. Right? So they just left it that way. Because that's what they wanted her to be. They didn't want her to be his spouse. That made him more human. Do you understand that? Okay. So that's a trick that was pulled on you. There's many of those in the Bible. Many. Where the word means something different today. And they leave it in because it serves their purpose. And don't translate it into the modern words that they should. All right. Just like my name. If I were Greek, my name would be Leonidas. Because my name is Leonard. Okay, which is a German version of Leonidas. That means Lionheart. Okay, if I were Russian, it'd be Lenit, Lionheart. Okay, if I were in any uh, um, Latino or French neighborhood, I would be Leonardo. That's the same word. That's how it's spoken there. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo, Helene Leonardo DiCaprio. His name means Lionheart of Caprio. Okay, that's what translates into English. 
of Caprio. That's why Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci meant Leonard of da Vinci, Lionheart of Vinci. Da Vinci, of Vinci. They don't tell you that stuff, right? So you think that, like, Leonardo da Vinci, da Vinci's his last name. wasn't his last name. That was just where he was from. Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio has now become his last name, but it, it actually means of Caprio, a place, France, <laughs> okay? See, so the, the changing the words slightly changes the meaning of things or allowing the words to be changed through time changes what those words mean and allowing that to, to change the narrative is what they did now, Okay? That kind of thing is is a gray area, and that's why that stuff. Now, what was all that about? <laughs> How does that pertain? All of that stuff was allowed to happen because all of it allowed in the fracturing of your belief in spirituality and kept you in a box they wanted you in, so that they made money off of you and they controlled your thinking, just like they're trying to do today. Do you understand? They would love to get rid of the church altogether because it didn't work and people still find their way to God through the church. The corruption didn't work, only makes money, but the corruption is ignored by most people and the ones who aren't, don't ignore it leave the church. Do you see? Or they go to a different one until they find one that fits better with how they feel about the semantics of worshiping the same God. Do you understand? However, you can't do that as readily on the other side or the next place you go, the next step up. Do you understand? So we could be that way here if we stopped doing that and encompassed everything like I have decided to do and many other millions of people are doing. They, they just kind of can see it as the way themselves. Who knows they have a name, the proper way, whatever the name they have for it. Uh, it, or no name. They just do it because they consider that the right thing to do, the right way to be. That's why I call it the way. It's not a religion. It's just my way of interpreting and how I feel, and, and uh, rightly so, because I've noticed that millions of others are also doing the same thing. We're all starting to realize that we have to pull everything back together, and that's where we're supposed to be at. Okay, here we go. Question, then I would ask if there is anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? Answer, I am Ra. Continue as always in love. All is well. You are conscientious. I am Ra. I leave you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator. Adonai. Okay, I wanted to point out, I didn't at the beginning or before the next uh, reel starts here, that Pennsylvania, for the last two weeks, you guys, along with New York, have been my number one, even over California, by the way, number one group of people here, right? So you guys rock. I just want to point that out. I haven't. So those of you listening to the podcast that are out there on the East Coast, I'm aware that you guys are cranking it, okay? Uh, and Australia, you guys are still doing really good. You guys are still number two. Um, but Western Australia has consistently, for two weeks, had more hits than uh, New South Wales or, or anybody else. So you guys rock over there because you were slow in the uptake, but you guys now rock. Okay, this is session 67, August 15th, 1981. So we're still in 1981, guys, right? But we're 67, so we only have, what is that, 36 plus 3, 39 uh, episodes or sessions to go. 39 more weeks and we'll be done, right? Another half a year, right? All right. And then I'll get on to some of the other stuff. All right, guys, here we go. I am Ra and I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. I communicate now. Question 67.1 Questioner, could you first give us the instrument's condition, please? Answer, I am Ra. The vital energies are more closely aligned with the amount of distortion normal to this entity than previous asking showed. The physical complex energy levels are somewhat less strong than at the previous asking. The psychic attack component is exceptionally strong at this particular nexus. Question 67.2 Questioner, can you describe what you call the psychic attack component and tell me why it is strong at this particular time? Answer, I am Ra. See, once again, being attacked psychically uh, in this dimension uh, is Carla, who they're trying to kill 
so that it can disrupt her and they have no more communication. So that's got to tell you something, guys. I know you could say this whole thing was made up and they just threw that in every now and then to keep your attention. Right, but if you saw that woman, especially in her later days, she just died about a year ago now. Uh, if you would have saw her, she was still trying to do it. She had to wheel her in in a hospital bed, okay, and she was still trying to to talk about things and and um, clarify things. And she could never communicate again with Rob, but there was other communications that she had with other people, other entities, okay. And I'll be looking into that as soon as we're done with the Law of One, all right. So you get to see some of that maybe. All right, here we go. We shall elect not to retrace previously given information, but rather elect to note that the psychic attack upon this instrument is at a constant level as long as it continues in this particular service. Variations towards the distortion of intensity of attack occur due to the opportunities presented by the entity in any weakness. At this particular nexus the entity has been dealing with the distortion which you call pain for some time as you call this measurement and this has a cumulatively weakening effect upon physical energy levels. This creates a particularly favorable target of opportunity, and the entity of which we have previously spoken has taken this opportunity to attempt to be of service in its own way. It is fortunate for the ongoing vitality of this contact that the instrument is a strong-willed entity with little tendency towards the distortion, called among your peoples, hysteria since the dizzying effects of this attack have been constant and at times disruptive for several of your diurnal periods. However, this particular entity is adapting well to the situation without undue distortions towards fear. Thus the psychic attack is not successful but does have some draining influence upon the instrument. Question 67.3 Questioner, I would ask if I am correct in this analysis. We would consider that the entity making this so-called attack is offering its service with respect to its distortion in our polarized condition now so that we may more fully appreciate its polarity, and we are appreciative of the fact and thank this entity for its attempt to serve our one creator in bringing to us knowledge in, shall I say, a more complete sense. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. There is no correctness or incorrectness to your statement. It is an expression of a positively polarized and balanced view of negatively polarized actions which has the effect of debilitating the strength of the negatively polarized actions. Question. Right, so do you understand what he said there? <coughs> Everybody wants to fight the negative, right? Whenever they re rear their ugly head, you want to fight back. I want to fight them. I want to fight them. That's the wrong answer. That is their arena. That's what they do. That's what they want from you is to provoke you into a battle, a competition, a fight, a war. That's what they want. That's the wrong road. War is wrong. Fighting is wrong. Okay, so if you're brought up, you know, uh, in, in this Western Hemisphere, you're brought up going kill, fight first, shoot first, shoot first and ask questions later. Kill, you know, death, mayhem, and murder, and then afterwards go, who cares, let God sort it out. Okay, that's the wrong way of thinking. Do you understand? So what he did was, in saying that he thanked the entity for his negative influence to serve the one, and acknowledged that what he was doing was to serve the one in his way, which is a negative way, by service to self. And I thank you for doing this, and I acknowledge that you did this. That, in and of itself, was the proper thing to say, right? He said there is no correctness or incorrectness to your statement. It is an expression of positive polarization and balanced view of negatively polarized action, which has the effect of debilitating the strength of the negativity, negatively polarized action. So by doing that right there, that simple thing, that's the same thing as when I tell you when somebody comes at you uh, with a psychic attack or, or whatever, you greet them with the love and the light of the one infinite creator. You don't say, I'm going to fight you off. The whole purpose of reflecting their energy is to absorb that energy and transform it to positive energy and send it back their way not to repel or, def or defend against their energy by setting up a barrier that repels that energy. 
the barrier is supposed to be set up to absorb and transform the energy into a positive energy and shoot it back. Do you see? So what happens is they get back what they give. You're not doing anything besides by, besides sending them what, and that negates, basically. What will happen there is what they're kind of showing in this new movie that's coming out where the guy is catching the bullets, right? So what's happening is you you are, in effect, aware of what they're doing, and you're greeting them with the love and light of the uh, infinite creator, and that sends that, in, that wave of energy out first, even though their energy is coming at you, it sends that out, and that those two energies clash, and it negates their, their attack. Do you see? So if that's what Jesus meant when he said, turn the other cheek, he didn't mean go, here, hit me on this side. Here, here hit me over here now. Punch me here until I'm unconscious. That's not what that means. What that means is you, you, you defend yourself and hold your ground, but you don't have to do it with the same violence that they're using. That's like in martial arts. The truth is, defending is, is costs you less energy than attacking does. A defensive stance, when they say a good defense is a strong offense, that's not true in most cases. A good defense is a good defense. A strong offense is just, what, you know, get them first. That's do unto others before they have a chance to do unto you. Okay, that's wrong. The truth is, if you can defend and take away their attack and make it inert, that's more dangerous to an opponent than attacking them first in the showing a higher or stronger or faster force. The fact that you can absorb everything they can do and it doesn't do anything to you scares them more than anything will break their will. Okay? So a good defense, being able to utilize that. And if you see some of these movies, you know, if you watched, uh, you know, like the old movies with Kwai Chang Kane, and a lot of the movies they'll show you, Use, you know, use their movements to your advantage. This is the way I fight. There's a lot of fighting styles that are that way. There's a place where you can attack, like with Krav Maga, but then the, you have to get to that place where you have that opening. How do you do that? You get out of the way and let them miss you. That burns up more energy than anything. Mr. Miyagi showed that. Be where they're not. Move from where they're going to be. If you do that, they're off balanced every time. As soon as they miss you, when they were supposed to hit you, they are off balance. That is the way it is with everything. No matter what kind of attack they come at you with, no matter how fast they are, the more you make them miss the target, the tireder they're going to get and the more they're going to get punched out faster. That's the truth of it. Once that happens, they're your you know, plaything. You can do whatever you want. I was going to cuss right there. But I'm trying to make these things a little bit less racy and a little bit more for kids, you know, being able to pop in. So... <coughs> So doing that is the right thing. Here, here's an example of that, which helps. So when you get that mindset in your head, you get that in your head, that that's what you do, you'll, you'll have less opposition. When you do, they don't stay around very long. Devil went down to Georgia, but he didn't stay too long, right? He didn't stick around. You know how the song goes. 67.4. Questioner, we would welcome the services of the entity who uses... And I will use the misnomer attack, since I do not consider this an attack but an offering of service, and we welcome this offering of service, but we would be able, I believe, to make more full use of the services if they were not physically disabling the instrument in a minor way. For with a greater physical ability she would be able to more appreciate the service. We would greatly appreciate it if the service was carried on in some manner which we could welcome in even greater love than at present. This. I assume, would be some service that would not include the dizzying effect. I am trying to understand the mechanism of this service of the entity that seems to be constantly with us, and I am trying to understand the origin of this entity and his mechanism of greeting us. I will make a statement that will probably be incorrect but is a function of my extreme limitation in understanding the other densities and how they work. I am guessing that this particular entity is a member of the Orion Confederation and is possibly incarnate in a body of the appropriate density, which I assume is the fifth, and by mental discipline he has been able to project a portion or all of his consciousness to our coordinates, you might say, here and it is possibly one of the seven bodies that make up his mind, body, spirit complex. Is any of this correct? And can you tell me what is correct or incorrect about this statement? Answer, I am Ra. The statement is substantially correct. Question 67.5. Questioner, 
Would you rather not give me information as to the specifics of my statement? Answer, I am Ra. We did not perceive a query in further detail. Please re-question. Question 67.6 Questioner, which body in respect to the colors does the entity use to travel to us? Answer, I am Ra. This query is not particularly simple to answer due to the trans-dimensional nature, not only of space-time to time-space, but from density to density. The time-space light or fifth-density body is used while the space-time fifth-density body remains in fifth density. The assumption that the consciousness is projected thereby is correct. The assumption that this conscious vehicle attached to the space-time fifth-density physical complex is that vehicle which works in this particular service is correct. Question 67.7 Questioner, I undoubtedly will ask several uninformed questions. However, I was trying to understand certain concepts that have to do with the illusion, I shall say, of polarization that seems to exist at certain density levels in the creation and how the mechanism of the interaction of consciousness works. It seems to me that the fifth density entity is attracted in some way to our group by the polarization of this group which acts somehow as a beacon to this entity. Am I correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is, in substance, correct but the efforts of this entity are put forward only reluctantly. The usual attempts upon positively oriented entities or groups of entities are made, as we have said, by minions of the fifth density Orion leaders, these are fourth density. The normal gambit of such fourth density attack is the tempting of the entity or group of entities away from total polarization towards service to others and toward the aggrandizement of self or of social organizations with which the self identifies. In the case of this particular group each was given a full range of temptations to cease being of service to each other and to the one infinite creator. Each entity declined these choices and instead continued with no significant deviation from the desire for a purely other self-service orientation. At this point one of the fifth density entities overseeing such detuning processes determined that it would be necessary to terminate the group by what you might call magical means as you understand ritual magic. We have previously discussed the potential for the removal of one of this group by such attack and have noted that by far the most vulnerable is the instrument due to its pre-incarnative physical complex distortions. Question 67.8 Questioner, in order for this group to remain fully in service to the Creator, since we recognize this fifth density entity as the Creator, we must also attempt to serve in any way we can, this entity. Is it possible for you to communicate to us the desires of this entity if there are any in addition to us simply ceasing the reception and dissemination of that which you provide? Answer, I am Ra. This entity has two desires. The first and foremost is to, shall we say, misplace one or more of this group in a negative orientation so that it may choose to be of service along the path of service to self. The objective which must precede this is the termination of the physical complex viability of one of this group while the mind, body, spirit complex is within a controllable configuration. May we say that although we at Ra have limited understanding, it is our belief that sending this entity love and light, which each of the group is doing, is the most helpful catalyst which the group may offer to this entity. Question 67.9 Questioner, we find a, I am sorry. Please continue. Answer, I am Ra. We were about to note that this entity has been as neutralized as possible in our estimation by this love offering and thus its continued presence is perhaps the understandable limit for each polarity of the various views of service which each may render to the other. Question 67.10 Questioner, we have a paradoxical situation with respect to serving the Creator. We have requests from those whom we serve in this density, for us information. However, we have requests from another density not to disseminate this information. We have portions of the Creator requesting two seemingly opposite activities of this group. It would be very helpful if we could reach the condition of full service in such a way that we were by every thought and activity serving the Creator to the very best of our ability. Is it possible for you to solve, or for the fifth density entity who offers its service to solve, this paradox which I have observed? Answer, I am Ra. It is quite possible. Question 67.11 
Questioner, then how could we solve this paradox? Answer, I am Ra. Consider, if you will, that you have no ability not to serve the Creator since all is the Creator. In your individual growth patterns appear the basic third density choice. Further, they are overlaid memories of the positive polarizations of your home density. Thus your particular orientation is strongly polarized towards service to others and has attained wisdom as well as compassion. You do not have merely two opposite requests for information or lack of information from this source if you listen careful to those whose voices you may hear. This is all one voice to which you resonate upon a certain frequency. This frequency determines your choice of service to the one creator. As it happens this group's vibratory patterns and those of Ra are compatible and enable us to speak through this instrument with your support. This is a function of free will. A portion, seemingly of the Creator, rejoices at your choice to question us regarding the evolution of spirit. A seemingly separate portion would wish for multitudinous answers to a great range of queries of a specific nature. Another seemingly separate group of your peoples will wish this correspondence through this instrument to cease, feeling it to be of a negative nature. Upon the many other planes of existence there are those whose every fiber rejoices at your service and those such as the entity of whom you have been speaking which wish only to terminate the life upon the third density plane of this instrument. All are the creator. There is one vast panoply of biases, and distortions, colors and hues, in an unending pattern. In the case of those with whom you, as entities and as a group, are not in resonance, you wish them love, light, peace, joy, and bid them well. No more than this can you do for your portion of the Creator is as it is in your experience and offering of experience, to be valuable, needs be more and more a perfect representation of who you truly are. Could you, then, serve a negative entity by offering the instrument's life? It is unlikely that you would find this a true service. Thus you may see in many cases the loving balance being achieved, the love being offered, light being sent, and the service of the service to self-oriented entity gratefully acknowledged while being rejected as not being useful in your journey at this time. Thus you serve one creator without paradox. Question 67.12 Questioner, this particular entity, by his service, is able to create a dizzying effect on the instrument. Could you describe the mechanics of such a service? Answer, I am Ra. This instrument, in the small times of its incarnation, had the distortion in the area of the otic complex of many infections which caused great difficulties at this small age, as you would call it. The scars of these distortions remain and indeed that which you call the sinus system remains distorted. Thus the entity works with these distortions to produce a loss of the balance and a slight lack of ability to use the optic apparatus. Question 67.13 Questioner, I was wondering about the magical, shall I say, principles used by the fifth density entity giving this service and his ability to give it. Why is he able to utilize these particular physical distortions from the philosophical or magical point of view? Answer, I am Ra. This entity is able to, shall we say, penetrate in time-space configuration the field of this particular entity. It has moved through the quarantine without any vehicle and thus has been more able to escape detection by the net of the guardians. This is the great virtue of the magical working whereby consciousness is sent forth essentially without vehicle as light. The light would work instantly upon an untuned individual by suggestion that is the stepping out in front of the traffic because the suggestion is that there is no traffic. This entity, as each in this group, is enough disciplined in the ways of love and light that it is not suggestible to any great extent. However, there is a predisposition of the physical complex which this entity is making maximal use of as regards the instrument, hoping for instance, by means of increasing dizziness, to cause the instrument to fall or to indeed walk in front of your traffic because of impaired vision. The magical principles, shall we say, may be loosely translated into your system of magic whereby symbols are used and traced and visualized in order to develop the power of the light. Question 67.14 Questioner, do you mean then that this fifth density entity visualizes certain symbols? I am assuming that these symbols are of a nature where their continued use would have some power or charge. Am I correct? Answer, I am Ra. You are correct. 
in fifth density light is as visible a tool as your pencil's writing. Question 67.1. So that was a lot to think about, right? I mean, really getting into details of what exactly uh, he's uh, trying to project or it is trying to project uh, into this reality and how that is working. And see, now that's through the magical principles again. Do you understand? So what we have is, that's why I let that go so long, because I could have cut, uh, cut a piece of line if I really wanted to there, and, and those of you out there listening will probably agree. But what we have there is showing you just on a psychic attack level, coming from the fifth, okay, down to the third, what it entails and what they're doing and what they're using to do such a thing for a psychic attack. The spiritualism that's involved in that is not just a visualization, okay? And then here you have that he's using um, symbols, right? So, right, the, the he says here, uh, am I assuming that, am I, am I assuming that these symbols are of a, of a nature where their, uh, where their uh, uh, continued use would be of some power or charge? Am I correct? So he says, you're correct, okay? So now when you get to that whole ideology, he's talking about that. So here they're using symbols. That's just like with the Reiki symbols. They're symbols and in, in different things that charge that you charge with energy or charge you with energy. So you know how uh, I say sometimes that you are not the, you know, you're it's this it's not the thing. It's you. But then sometimes it is uh, it helps. And that's why I say don't take that stuff away from ritualistic stuff, because that does help. It enhances uh, what you are trying to do, your intention. Okay. So it, it so it it's a conduit becomes a conduit. What you want it to become. But you first have to understand that it's from that it's you channeling that energy and manifesting that energy. But then you you can also use these symbols to, that uh, help and guide. Once you get into higher magic, it becomes more prevalent. One five, questioner. Then am I correct in assuming that this entity configures the light into symbology? That is what we would call a physical presence. Is this correct? Answer: I am Ra. This is incorrect. The light is used to create a sufficient purity of environment for the entity to place its consciousness in a carefully created light vehicle which then uses the tools of light to do its working. The will and presence are those of the entity doing the working. Alright, the next one, 66.2 is queuing up. 67.2. Question 67.16. Questioner, are you familiar with a book that the instrument and I wrote approximately 12 years ago called The Crucifixion of Ismerilda Sweetwater, in particular the banishing ritual that we used to bring the entities to Earth? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 67.17. Questioner, were there any incorrectnesses in our writing with respect to the way this was performed? Answer, I am Ra. The incorrectnesses occurred only due to the difficulty an author would have in describing the length of training necessary to enable the ones known in that particular writing as Theodore and Pablo in the necessary disciplines. Question 67.18 Questioner, it has seemed to me that that book has somehow, in its entirety, been a link to many of those whom we have met since we wrote it and to many of the activities we have experienced. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is quite so. Question 67.19 Questioner, the fifth density entity you mentioned penetrated the quarantine. Was this done through one of the windows or was this because of his, shall I say, magical ability? Answer, I am Ra. This was done through a very slight window which less magically oriented entities or groups could not have used to advantage. Question 67.20 Questioner, the main point with this line of questioning has to do with the first distortion and the fact that this window exists. Was this a portion of the random effect and are we experiencing the same type of balancing in receiving the offerings of this entity as the planet in general receives because of the window effect? Answer, I am Ra. This is precisely correct. As the planetary sphere accepts more highly evolved positive entities or groups with information to offer, the same opportunity must be offered to similarly wise negatively oriented entities or groups. Question 67.21 
questioner, then we experience in this seeming difficulty the wisdom of the first distortion and for that reason must fully accept that which we experience. This is my personal view. Is it congruent with Ra's? Answer, I am Ra. In our view we would perhaps go further in expressing appreciation of this opportunity. This is an intensive opportunity in that it is quite marked in its effects, both actual and potential, and as it affects the instrument's distortions towards pain and other difficulties such as the dizziness, it enables the instrument to continuously choose to serve others and to serve the Creator. Similarly it offers a continual opportunity for each in the group to express support under more distorted or difficult circumstances of the other self experiencing the brunt, shall we say, of this attack thus being able to demonstrate the love and light of the infinite creator and, furthermore, choosing working by working to continue to serve as messengers for this information which we attempt to offer and to serve the creator thereby. Thus the opportunities are quite noticeable as well as the distortions caused by this circumstance. So you know I talked about this in, in a little bit of detail on, on one of my uh, shorter episodes where I talk about how um, the distraction, that was the, the, what the name of the episode was, just came out the other day, uh, that, that you, know, you, you are, are distracted by many, many things trying to keep you from doing what you're doing and to be able to see those distractions, become aware of them, and realize why they're there and then choose to continue to move forward to serve the one or to serve the, the all. And, you know, being in service of others instead of in service of self will then become easier because you're aware of it. And the first step of avoiding a trap is knowing of its existence. So when you have the distractions in front of you, understand that it's opposition. It's opposition from you doing what you're doing. Because the, the more you vibrate at a higher level of vibration and a more positive, you're going to get more negative roadblocks in your, in your way because you saw that. When someone <coughs> is able to... Uh, introduce a higher thought the all in a positive way it also opens the door for uh, negative to have the same uh, balance do you understand so in in that sense like I said in that sense uh, the energy here is is allowed to be 50 50 because you have a choice to make uh, although the actual people choosing those sides are like 80 20 to the positive do you understand it's probably a little bit more than that I like I like to say 90 10 but everything is still 50-50 here because it is your, your place to make that choice. It's just more people in the entire universe are, are good than there are evil. That's just the way it works because originally there was no evil. And it's not like there's gaining more and more strength with the evil and they're getting stronger and stronger and stronger. That's not true. They'll tell you that because they'd love to have you think that. <coughs> because you have to remember that evil people have to communicate the way you're seeing it done on television through fear. right? Fear, anger, and aggression. They either got to get you mad they got to scare you, right? Or they got to confuse you, right? Or they need to make you aggressive and go out and do something to harm other people. That's how they communicate, and that's how they want you to react. But being calm and not reacting by running scared or getting angry and beating somebody up or getting aggressive and yelling and screaming, by not doing those things, then you become the, the adult in the room. You stay calm and say, okay, I acknowledge what you've said. I acknowledge what's going on. Let's talk about this and let's figure this out. They hate that. They don't want to do that. They want you running scared. That's why they have people run in with sticks and beat you over the head and the police don't do anything about it because it's part of the agenda of the, of the, the uh, mayor of that particular city or the governor of that particular state. Okay, so so then if you're protesting on the other side and you have people that, you know, that the governor or whatever hate and you're on that side, they're going to let you go in there and beat them up. They're not going to arrest you. They only arrest the people they don't agree with. Do you understand? So that's the way this works. You have to see what's happening and stay calm and then look at what can be done to fix it. Question 67.22. Questioner, thank you. Is this so-called attack offered to myself and, name, as well as the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 67.23. Questioner, I personally have felt no effect that I am aware of. Is it possible for you to tell me how we are offered this service? Answer, I am Ra. The questioner has been offered the service of doubting the self and of becoming disheartened over various distortions of the personal nature. 
This entity has not chosen to use these opportunities and the Orion entity has basically ceased to be interested in maintaining constant surveillance of this entity. The scribe is under constant surveillance and has been offered numerous opportunities for the intensification of the mental-emotional distortions and in some cases the connection matrices between mental-emotional complexes and the physical complex counterpart. As this entity has become aware of these attacks it has become much less pervious to them. This is the particular cause of the great intensification and constancy of the surveillance of the instrument, for it is the weak link due to factors beyond its control within this incarnation. Questions? Okay, so, so you see there guys, and even, and even uh, uh, saying that uh, people, women were throwing themselves at him, right, to, to distract him. <coughs> so, know this guys that if you're in this business and you do what i do in any way whether it's spiritual whether it's political whether it's a little bit of both what you know what i mean if you're trying to help people you are going to be sought after you're going to be centered you're going to be you're going to be uh, you know looked at by the negative energies because you become brighter and they know what you're doing so they're going to attack you they're going to continue to attack you. and They're going to continue to tempt you like the last temptation of Christ. They're going to tempt you in any way they can to distract you away from doing what you're doing every way they can, making your life miserable, making shit happen in your life. Um, you know, you're going to get opposition. You know, even when I was young, I remember a priest telling me this, or he was a, a pastor from a Christian church. And he said, just going down the road of being a Christian, and, you're, and you weren't born into it, you're going to end up with opposition from places you're not aware of, your own family members, and it's not their fault. They are just weak, and weak-minded people are the, the opposition can get into their heads and work that magic towards, um, you know, being evil towards you to, to stop you from what you're doing. You can have one of your own family members, <clears throat> you've never discussed religion, for all of a sudden, I'm not going to ever speak to you again if you go down this road. They do that when people come out and say, you know, look, mom, dad, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm gay. That's it. I forbid you to be in this house ever again. Do you see? Because they're trying to make them make a choice. You can't be going and living your best life. You have to live the way I want you to live because that's status quo, because that's what they want. Do you see? So know that you will be under attack for some time, but eventually they get tired of attacking you or trying to tempt you because you don't buy it. So just know in those dark hours, because I still have them too, in those moments when you're thinking to yourself, is this really fucking worth it? Uh, imagine that being a drug that you're trying to quit. Do you understand? If, you, if you've ever smoked cigarettes, if you've ever been on a drug, cigarette smoking, you got to talk yourself out of having another cigarette. It's the same thing. you got to talk yourself out of not quitting when you're in this industry. You have to say, this right here that's happening to me, this doubt, is just the ego being tickled by the negative energies of the universe trying to pull me back into that negative space. I need to work through this. I need to know. I'm, I am going to stand up and I'm going to continue moving despite what I feel and I'm hearing in my own head right now. Okay? You have to take control. I was taught at an early age that the Native Americans... The shamans would teach how to be in control of your dreams when you're sleeping. If you can control your dreams while you're asleep, you can control your mind while you are awake. Okay? So the first thing to do is conquer your fears because your fears are what drive the ego. Do you see? Your fears of not having, of wanting, your fears of, I want some of that, how come I can't have that? All of those are the ego. Fear, anger, aggression is the dark side. It's in everything. I'm going to do a whole episode on that <coughs> coming up soon for the way. I talked about it before, and I talked about it uh, on this show, that how, how much that's integrated into our uh, everything, all of our books, all of our literature, all of our movies, everything, the dichotomy between good and evil. It's all there telling us. It's all there telling us. The same thing that I'm telling you, the same thing that Raj has said to you, and it's telling you over and over, you're just not seeing it esoteric you have to be looking for it to see it but once you see it then you see it reinforced in everything that makes things difficult in the beginning but it also makes things easier we tend to obsess on negativity see so you have to clear your mind of that thought process so that you can see the positive 
that's going to be another episode that I'm going to be talking about shortly on the way. Clearing out the negative and seeing the positive, revamping your mind, clearing that way. Okay, they talked about that in, in uh, <coughs> what were those books? I, gotta, I don't even remember the, the secret, the books, the secret, and the, and the TV show, The Secret. They talked about that in there. That was the secret. That is the secret. The secret is to clear all that negative out so that you can move forward in a positive way. Do you see? And I remember when that came out, my brother looked at me and said, bro, this is the stuff our father's been teaching us since we were children. Little did we know that our father was ahead of the curve by 25 years. And I know now that he was ahead of the, the curve even longer, than even more than that. I've come forward to now. I'm going to be 53 in September. My father was teaching my brother and I this since we were born. Okay, so 50 years ago, I was already being told the secret. Okay, it didn't come out until the 80s or the 90s. I was being told in the 60s and 70s. So was my brother. So was my sisters. By our father, who didn't graduate high school. But he knew these things. He knew things that people didn't acknowledge until like 2010, 2012, 2015. He claimed things to be true that no one would, uh, would, would see to be true until or admit until 2010, 2012, 2015. And then people in the mainstream started saying, hey, you know, I think this is the way it is. My father knew that in his heart of hearts and said that. Said these things, okay? And I never asked, well, how do you know this? People just assumed my father was making stuff up. Well, my father either got lucky, luckier than Nostradamus, because what my father made up 100% is the way people are teaching today. The things that they've just discovered since 2012. Some things I just discovered, now I look back and go, my father told me that already. I already knew this. But I discovered it to be true now. He already knew this back then and said it was true then. So it was true then, just like it is true now. It hasn't changed, but my father somehow knew this. Do you understand? So many of the things, and that gets back to the, and this is, again, the signs in the, in the movies. You get the Star Trek sit-down talk, come to Jesus talk with a Luke and, and a deceased Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he says, look, Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths, truths we cling to depend on a certain point of view. And that's true. Your mindset at a particular time determines your point of view, and your point of view determines your truth to you. Do you see? And this is true. If you look at this on a clinical, take your emotion away and look at what you believe. Because, you know, say, if I said to you, I'm going to eat your pit bull, you would be sick if you're an American. How dare you want to eat my dog? But if you go to Southeast Asia, that's a delicacy. And in fact, that's an honor. If you said to them, wow, I like your dog and they serve it to you. Because eating a dog, there's no difference than eating a pig here. But if you eat a pig here, you're offending the people in the Middle East. Because their religion says, oh, that is the, the grotesque. What are you doing? Then we eat beef. We eat bison. That in Southeast Asia is a god. Revered animal. So you see, so a, your certain point of view, your perspective... And your point of view is the truths you cling to. It's okay if you live in the West to eat hamburger, to eat pork. But if you're a Muslim, you don't touch that. It's detestable. You're, you're gross, man. You are just hideously barbaric if you do that in the eyes of a Muslim. Do you understand? Does that make them wrong? Does that make you right? Does that make you wrong? Does that make them right? Do you understand? It's a matter of point of view, period, selection, what they believe and what they perceive because what they were raised on and what they choose, okay? And so we're going to war over all these religions, and they're all the same religion, based on the same religion. What is our problem? We need to acknowledge that, right? See those things and acknowledge that. How do we do that? We need to get the negative out, right? Get the negative out. Get the positive back in. I think we're coming up on the hour mark here. Yeah, we're just a little over. Okay, so I'm going to stop it there at question 29.
We'll pick that up next week. All right. So you'll be seeing coming out this week, I'll be talking about negativity. I'll be talking about getting that stuff out. The secret, I'll be talking more about distraction. I just did one on distraction. And I'll be doing more on the signs. I did some of the signs uh, early on, and I'll be doing more about that and how to clear all that stuff out, how to perceive this stuff. Because once you see it from the outside, you understand that. So when, you know, if a Muslim were to say to me, that's disgusting to me that you're eating pig, I apologize because of your religion and what you believe, you see that as a bad thing that unfortunately where I come from, we don't. So I'm, I'm not trying to say that you don't count. I just won't eat it around you anymore or talk about doing it around you. Do you understand? So you now you're being thoughtful of these people instead of just going, get out of here, Muslim. Right? Go back where you came from. You don't do that. You don't do that. You just, you know what, I apologize. You're right. I won't do that around you anymore. And that's how you get around that. We can still be friends, can't we? That's how you get around that. If they choose not to, then it's their choice. All right? So there's my little my little teachings at the end of today. All right? So namaste. I love all of you guys. Um, now I'm, I'm transferring everything to YouTube, so my audience is, uh, you know, you guys aren't following me. Uh, for those of you who watch the videos, and, you know, that's sad. You make that choice. It is your choice. I'm going to YouTube because of two reasons. One, Facebook just keeps shadow banning me and pumping up all the damn ads. And two, I can start making a little bit of money off you guys listening to this. Okay? I can't keep doing this for free. I'm going to have to stop doing this. I do it completely for free. And until everything is free and stays free, uh, you know, sometimes we have to eat. Right? So if you want to get mad at me because of that, have a nice day. Right? So the, the, when you when let me know what you're doing for a living that allows you to do this. I'm paying for this whole thing on my own and I have for three years and I haven't made a single dime. I've lost thousands of dollars down the drain that I've fit in, invested in this. So the next time you're willing to invest four or five thousand dollars you just want to give away for, for three years, let me know. I'll take that money that you want to give away and I'll put it into making my show. All right. So guys, namaste. And uh, I love you. And uh, like I said, if you like it, um, subscribe to my uh, pages, my uh, my uh, uh, YouTube channels. Hit subscribe, press the little bell so you know when I go live. Uh, now I have two channels that I'm using actively. This one under Ryan Rising and the other one under my name, Leonard O'Neill. All right. And there'll be links to that in uh, my Facebook stuff. So you'll be able to find me. Those of you who only hear the podcast, you'll be hearing this on the podcast. So it doesn't matter to you because you're still listening to me on that for free. <laughs> which I also pay for hundreds of dollars a year. All right, guys. Namaste.